Worldwide parent coach and conscious educator, Sue DeCaro, is on a mission to revitalize the joy in parenting. Welcome to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids, a podcast designed to help parents all over the world create deeper connections with themselves and their children while overcoming life's daily parenting challenges. Listen in if you want to bring more laughter, love, and enjoyment to your home life. Welcome to Conscious Parents Thriving Kids, a place for all things parenting. I am your host, Sue DeCaro. Have you ever experienced an ongoing question from a child that just drives you crazy? They asked, you answered, but the begging and the pleading continue. My kids used to ask me questions about various things over and over again, trying desperately, but not knowingly, to wear me down. And it sometimes worked. For example, your child might ask, I know mine did, Mom, can I have another cookie? Perhaps your response was no. You have not had your breakfast yet. And the child says, please, 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 why not? I'll eat breakfast with the cookie. Please, Mom, Mom, why can't I have it? Please, just one. And on and on and on. Even if the situation was not as simple as the cookie example, have you ever found that your child or children are just pushing your boundaries over and over again? I know when my kids were little, I experienced this often until I figured out a way around it. In my professional opinion, this boundary pushing is here for a reason. It is an opportunity for us as parents to look at how we are creating our boundaries for our family, where these boundaries are coming from, and what kind of energy we are bringing to the table when we state these boundaries, as well as how we hold firm to them. Consistency, love, and kindness are really keys to holding boundaries. So how do you hold your boundaries? I have found the following process to work well for me, as well as for many of my clients. First, gain clarity. What is it that you want to create boundaries around? Sit with it and really truly evaluate the need for each boundary. Why is it important to you? Once you have established this, write down what this looks like for you. A simple example, if the cookie is a boundary you really want to hold firm to, how many and when? Very simple, how many and when? Secondly, don't create boundaries out of fear. Fear is not a great place to sit when you're trying to focus on the boundaries for your family, how you want to raise your children. Be sure that you're creating this boundary from your inner value and commitment as a parent. We don't want to create boundaries out of fear, but instead love and true values that we believe in. And they come best when we are quiet, sitting with ourselves, thinking about what's important to us. In the case of the cookie, perhaps you might be afraid that if they eat too many, they'll bounce off the walls or gain too much weight. If this is more about fear of an undesired consequence than about the actual values we hold, it is time to refocus. For example, realize that when you want the best for your child, a good breakfast is an important start to our day and is for that reason that you're setting the boundary, not fear of their energy levels or weight. 
Present the boundary when needed with love and commitment, but simply stated. It does not have to be a long, drawn-out explanation. You answer the question simply, but from the work above. For example, no cookie before breakfast. In our family, we have a sweet after dinner. That is all that is needed. If you say too much, you open the door for an ongoing discussion or a lot of nagging and begging. When communicating with our children, the simplistic and clear approach is the very best approach. Then stay with your boundary. Be committed. If your child comes back begging or arguing, this is where the question asked and answered response can come in. Your child already asked the question and you already answered it with love and kindness. This is not said with a tone. It is simply neutral and loving. For example, that question has been asked and answered. Let's talk about something else. So you next, you try to move on to the next thing. Ask your child a question or discuss something else. We don't want to just leave this hanging in the air. Once the question has been answered and it is time to move on to the next topic, it is basically question asked and answered. I have to admit that both my children used this phrase in responding to my four-year-old granddaughter recently. As much as they did not like it themselves growing up, I think that now they realize the importance of moving on. It was certainly a surprise to hear them saying this out loud and, of course, resembled conditioning. I have conditioned them to utilize this particular phrase in a very beautiful way, in my opinion. If you need help in committing to your boundaries, gaining clarity on your values, or moving forward in parenting more consciously, please reach out to me by sending me an email at sue at suedecaro.com or visiting my website, www.decaroparentcoaching.com. I hope you have a wonderful day. And remember, every moment is a new moment for conscious connections. Thanks for listening to Conscious Parents, Thriving Kids. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.